When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. We get some. Top of the first inning in Seattle, National League and American League tied 0 0 for Toronto Blue Jays representing. Uh, the American League, and that is the that is Bo Bichette, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., Whit Merrifield, and pitcher Jordan Romano. Hey, Riverhawks are in action. They're on the road tonight. Uh, they're they are taking on. Are they on the road tonight? No, they are. Oh, it's not June. It's July, Kellen. That's right. Look at the right month. That would really, really, really help. Uh, they're on the road tonight. They're in uh, Kamloops. Got to flip uh, that to, calendar over, you know? That's right. To uh, take on the Falcons. They won't be back home until a week uh, tonight mm. uh, when they welcome the Ridgefield Raptors. The Edmonton Stingers, they're, uh, we're going to try and talk Stingers tomorrow night. They are at home to the uh, Saskatchewan Rattlers on Thursday. Stingers 7 and 8 and 3rd in their division. And an interesting CFL note before we talk about a real interesting CFL note, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, uh, quarterback who uh, helped the Argos win a Grey Cup last year. Uh, he is He has been released from the USFL's New Orleans Breakers. Now, Bethel-Thompson... Uh, decided not to re-sign with the Argos and go to the USFL because of family reasons. And his wife is big in Marvel and uh, to be closer to them. So he's been released. So all the rumors start. He's coming back to CFL, maybe Ottawa, perhaps Edmonton. But uh, he also is very close to his NFL pension. And now that the NFL is allowing teams to dress three quarterbacks, it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, someone might sign him down in the NFL, but we'll see. Uh, this uh, will be an interesting uh, story to uh, to watch how it unfolds. What was also a very interesting story to watch unfold was uh, the, the uh, attempt and successful attempt of Bobby DeBow to watch the uh, – uh, basically go to nine CFL stadiums, all nine, in the shortest amount of time. He did it in 15 days, and he joins us now. Bobby, congratulations on the record, and it's nice to have you back on the show. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Now, are you in Seattle? Uh, yeah, I'm actually loitering in, uh, I won't name the hotel, but it's a seasonal hotel name. Uh just to get a quiet spot here and a cool place for this uh, for this call. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, I and you were were you at the home run derby yesterday? I went to the home run derby yesterday. It was kind of a, another bucket list item that happened to be the next day. But uh, today I'm skipping the game because I'd rather be on uh, six thirty, Chad. Oh, geez, Bobby, you, you're just pulling on my heartstrings now. I, I do appreciate that big time. Uh, okay, so let's just recap. Uh, the journey here. June 24th, you're in Calgary. June 25th, you're here in Edmonton. June 30th, 
you're in Ottawa. July 1st, you're in Montreal. That was an interesting day. We'll talk about that. July 3rd, Toronto. July 6th, Regina. July 7th, Winnipeg. July 8th, Hamilton. And then July 9th, just two days ago in Vancouver, you got the record. How are you feeling today? Uh, more relieved than anything. Uh, as you mentioned, Montreal, there, there was a few spots along the way where uh, I did all I could, but uh, surprisingly, I was relying on a CFL meteorologist uh, to uh, help me uh, <laughs> see the record. Oh, that's good. That's good. And let's start there because July 1 was an interesting uh, day in uh, Eastern Canada. Now, I was in Ottawa. I was trying to get home that day. And I ended up being uh, delayed, uh, Morley and I, on our flight about uh, three and a half hours uh, because, A, there was a bit of an issue on the plane uh, with one of their computers, onboard computers, and as we go taxi to the gate, uh, we were on red alert as a thunderstorm came in. So it ended up being a bit of a long haul, but here you are in Montreal, and I've been through a Montreal thunderstorm, and it it can be really nasty, but uh, there was a long delay for that game. So maybe just tell the story about, uh, you know, just waiting for that game to, to, to get started and and was there was there a few anxious moments within you oh for sure I, I usually get to the games at least an hour early um just so i'm not risking anything uh it was weird because ottawa like they treated me with like a red carpet took me out on the field antoine pruneau giving me a jersey it's it's pretty uh, incredible stuff and i go to montreal and like they were they're not even giving the ponchos out for free they're charging five bucks for them so uh i'd uh, rather spend five bucks on a beer in montreal so i had a had a couple <laughs> over the two hours i was waiting in the concourse under the stands they held us in there uh we were kind of like uh chickens in a cage i guess waiting for this thunderstorm to pass uh no information really being passed down to us we're just staring at a screen that says estimated uh restart time eight o'clock and then it went 8 15 and then it went at 8 45 and if that thing went to 10 o'clock the uh, record was done because i know everything about the weather rules now in the cfl if it's delayed three hours <laughs> and they're playing again later in the season then uh the game's canceled and they'll play a mini game so uh like i mentioned i, I definitely owe that cfl meteorologist whoever they are i owe i owe them a point for sure yeah, no doubt about it. Now, the concourse at uh, Molson Stadium, I mean, it's a great stadium. It probably has the best view in the league, uh, but it's not overly roomy, although I do think it's a lot roomier than Calgary's McMahon Stadium, I think. But uh, tell me about just being, you know, you all squeezed together like sardines there. Yeah, well, I would actually say it's, uh, it makes McMahon Stadium look roomy, at least on the side I was on, so... Uh, yeah, we were all cramped in. The, the stands were overflowing with water running down the back, so uh, we didn't have much real estate to be uh, waiting in there. Uh, full credit to all those fans who stuck through. It was still a pretty good uh, atmosphere of the game once it did get going off, and I'm just happy they made it to the halfway point of the third quarter because uh, around halftime it started downpouring again. So I was uh, just because the game had started didn't necessarily mean that it was going to be official. Yeah, no, that that's that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Bobby Dubow joining us. Uh, I'm going to call him a CFL super fan and now the Guinness Book of World Record holder for the uh, most stadiums visit in the shortest amount of time. Of course, nine stadiums in the CFL visited in 15 days, as uh, he uh, he tells the tale here. And when we had you on uh, about three weeks ago. 
Uh, I know Reed asked you to kind of go through what what the process was like to to submit this idea, uh, to pitch this to to get this book a world record. So can you maybe do a little bit of review about about how long this took for you to actually get Guinness Book of World Records uh, uh, attention and when this finally got lifted off the ground and all the planning that went into it? Yeah, they're not very responsive. Uh, They basically tell you to submit the idea online. The record didn't exist. Uh, Record for NFL existed, so that's kind of where I got the idea to do this. So I pitched the idea to them. I said it was pretty significant and anomaly in the schedule. Uh, that uh, it'd be unlikely to be beat again. Uh, and then I wait 12 weeks. So I did this back in February. I was going to do the trip anyway. And then uh, right at the, tw- at the very last day of the 12 weeks, uh, they got back to me and said, you're approved. So uh, apparently that's pretty rare. They deny almost all of the thousand applications they get every day. So uh, somehow I snuck through and uh, now they have to honor it because I actually uh, achieved it. Yeah, and so when they approve it, do they just say, uh, okay, it's approved, or we go, hey, we like this idea, and they just go, yeah, go ahead, do it, and here's what you need to do? Yeah, they gave me, uh, I guess there's like a 25-page guide for collecting evidence. I needed video evidence, uh, witness statements at every stadium. Um, I need to uh, write a like kind of like a cover letter outlining everything as well. I managed to have to, I didn't need a timekeeper just because it was over 15 days, but for shorter records, I need like a professional timekeeper to be with you at all times. Um, tons of evidence and uh, it's all on me now to kind of upload that to them and wait for them to uh, approve it. How much uh, hours of video did you shoot that you ended up submitting? Uh, do, do, do you know that number roughly? I don't know that, what I have, but like I got three minutes left on my phone. Like if I have a, if I film anything now, I can. I only got three minutes left of space, so uh, it kind of wow. worked out too. So it was, uh, yeah, a lot of video, at least five, six, uh, two, three minute videos every game. Got the beginning, the end, and every hour. Got lots of videos of people leaving the stadium early to show how how tough this record actually is to sit through an entire game. Uh, but yeah, lots of space on my phone, and now it's uh, gonna have to be all uploaded to Guinness. <laughs> uh, when, when does the process start of uploading it or sending it to to Guinness here? Uh, probably on that tomorrow. I'm in Seattle for one yeah. more night, and uh, then heading home in the morning. So that's uh, that's next on the list. Well, I, I think you got good evidence because you got the videos you shot. You got all the times you were featured on TSN on on the uh, on the games. Uh, I mean, we've had you on a few times already. We had you on our, our our countdown to kickoff show before Toronto. I think it's cool, honestly, that I was you know you were at uh, three games that I was at. I think that's that's pretty cool when you're in Edmonton for the game against Toronto, the game on in Ottawa on the thirtieth, and then Regina last week on the sixth. I I just like that's pretty cool. I was in the same venue as Bobby. That that's awesome. But uh, um, I want to ask you uh, when you plan this all out. Um, I mean, there's little margin for error here, right? And and I think the well, you tell me. Is it okay? I'm just going to ask it. The last four games, the last four days, was that the most nervous you were about this just because of the air travel and just how air travel is right now? Uh, yeah, I was in, I was actually in Edmonton for the uh, the AEW Dynamite on a Wednesday. So I was flew oh, wow. to Regina, then, then flew to Winnipeg. Uh, I wasn't too worried about those because if anything happened to the flight, I can always just get in a car and drive as an emergency. Uh, but 
Uh, you're not driving from uh, Toronto to Vancouver on a on a Sunday morning and making it by four o'clock. So that was the uh, only sweat I had. Uh, the flight was delayed about 45 minutes because uh, they let way too many people bring way too many bags on the plane. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it was uh, it was remarkably uh, smooth getting uh, getting from city to city. I, I got very lucky. Bobby Dubow joins us, the uh, new Guinness Book of World Record holder for uh, nine stadiums visited in the CFL in the shortest amount of time. Nine stadiums in 15 days as he joins us here to recount the tale here on 630 Chat Inside Sports. So uh, you haven't had much time to maybe think about this, but I'm wondering in the, in the quiet moments that you've had a chance to maybe reflect even just a little bit, uh, what what really comes to mind when you, you think about achieving this this accomplishment and with so much work that has gone into it uh well it's just weird that a, a crazy idea like this caught on so so quickly uh i didn't really tell anybody about it until i was in uh in winnipeg uh, the couple days before the calgary game so um i'm amazed at the reception i've got everybody's been extremely positive about what i've been doing i don't think i'm doing anything special just doing something weird and uh i guess Canadians kind of like that kind of stuff. I mean, all the camera time you got in the last three games. I mean, my goodness, that <laughs> like I, I'm amazed you were able to keep it quiet for that long, and it, then it just exploded once uh, once uh, people got wind of it, and it was just like boom. Here's here's Bobby Debeau. It, it was amazing. Yeah, the camera time was was, was pretty uh, crazy. I was. I was lucky they didn't have me uh, with my finger up my nose or anything weird like that when they were zooming in. They don't tell you when they're going to zoom in on you. So, uh, <laughs> sure, I was on my. I know I was on my phone in BC, but like they're they're only zooming in on me in in between plays or in between in breaks. So uh, they're not cutting away from anything exciting on the field to show me. So uh, when the when the play on the field stops, that's when I was uh, checking out. Uh, I guess the reception I was getting <laughs> for the for the record. <laughs> Bobby, you sound like someone that has tremendous energy because I, I can't imagine that uh, you, you don't go through this without feeling some sort of exhaustion. Uh, and if you are exhausted, I imagine you are, you do a great job of, of hiding it and, and just putting it to the side and you have this infectious energy. Have you always been this way? Uh, I guess so. it might just be all the, uh, well, I'm in Seattle, so I've had a few Americanos this afternoon. But uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just I'm just totally shocked at how uh, how well this has gone. I never thought it was going to turn into anything like this, and I appreciate uh, every second of uh, my 15 minutes here as a as a C level celebrity in Canada. <laughs> and have you uh, figured out when uh, your next visit to a CFL stadium will be? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a Lions season ticket holder, so I'll be at the Riders game next week, and then I'm actually heading awesome. to uh, Halifax for Touchdown Atlantic. And uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know, I was talking, I was on the podcast with, you know, Coop Mwamba today, and he said he was going to try and pull some strings to make me, uh, get me into Hamilton for the Grey Cup. So uh, we'll see. I haven't, don't have that planned yet, but uh, the next two games, one game at a time, right? Regi- or Saskatchewan next week, and then uh, Saskatchewan the next week in Halifax. Right on. Bobby, uh, it was great to have you on the show again, and, and thank you very very much for your time. You've been very generous, and you have been uh, in high demand over the last uh, uh, few days and, and few weeks, and uh, you've been very generous with your time. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the time in Seattle, and uh, 
hey, man, all the best for the rest of the season and uh, just have fun watching CFL football. Yeah, thank you very much. Edmonton uh, was great to me at the start, and uh, I couldn't have uh, – I don't think it would have taken off if it wasn't for Edmonton paying attention at, at the very beginning. So thank you for having <laughs> me on. Right on, Bobby. Take care. That's uh, Bobby Dubow, the new Guinness Book of World Record holder, visited nine stadiums in 15 days. That's the fastest uh, that uh, anyone has visited all nine stadiums. And uh, he mentioned the Guinness Book of World Record uh, for the most uh, uh, or the quickest to uh, visit all 32 uh, NFL stadiums. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a little pause here. I'm gonna look that record up, and uh, I hope to have that answer for you uh, when we come back. But great to have Bobby on the show. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is Six Thirty Chad Inside Sports. With a homer, has the American League up one nothing over the National League? They are in the second inning of play. Kel and I found the answer Ooh, to the uh, tell. the record Guinness World Record for attending home games for all 32 NFL teams in the fastest amount of time. Mm-hmm. A man by the name of Ryan Bailey uh, did it in 2001. Attended all 32 stadiums in a span of 74 days. Wow. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. And he broke the record that was only about two years old. Uh, Jacob Blankstad Barner attended uh, games in 2019 in an 84-day span. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, no kidding. You and I were talking. I wonder if there was a lot of, like, pivoting. So... You know, flight canceled to Baltimore, and then oh, can I get to, you know, can I get to Washington or something like that? Yeah. You know, so which is basically beside each other. So maybe that's a bad example, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, thinking about that though, that it could it could be a lot of pivoting on that side too. Like, uh, but only early on. If you had like only two or three stadiums to go to, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, there could be a lot of lot of interesting decisions for yeah, sure. Like I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta get to uh, MetLife. I gotta get to you know, I gotta get to MetLife. No other game yeah. to do. I gotta get to MetLife, and then you know, oh, the time's running out. What do you do, right? I know there might be some people that complain about why are we talking to Bobby Dubo. Like, who cares? But you know what? It's about cool stories, and Bobby Dubo is a cool story, and uh, we. You know, and I appreciate that he said that Edmonton was a real springboard. And I know we had him on uh, this show before uh, he made the attempt. And uh, and Brendan had him on our countdown to kickoff show. And then it kind of took off from there. So, I mean, all we wanted to do is just highlight a, a cool story by someone who put in the work. And uh, this is, uh, you know, hey, we're here to tell stories. And I love that. And, and Bobby DeBow is a good story. So, and he got a lot of camera time. He really did got a lot of camera time when finally, I think TSN got word, hey, this guy is trying to break this record. And the camera could not stop being uh, being uh, displayed on him in, in the final three days uh, in uh, Winnipeg, Hamilton, and, and Vancouver. So good on him. Good on oh, him. And so and, much uh, could have gone wrong too, right? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right, is, is – and he did say there was the odd delay, and there was a 45-minute delay from uh, – I don't know if he said he was in Hamilton 
to Vancouver if they meant if they drove to Toronto because quite often you have to do that because it's hard to get to Hamilton and get yeah, out of the, Hamilton. The Montreal the weather delay would have been agonizing for oh. him for sure. Like, oh man, like <laughs> the feel for the dude. He was that close, it sounds like, to having this record uh, just go fall by the wayside here. So uh, good on Bobby DeBoe. Uh, another uh, CFL story, uh, Argos have signed their head coach, Ryan Dinwiddie, to a multi-year extension. He's in his third season as Argos head coach and, of course, uh, guided the team to a Grey Cup championship, 24-23 for their 18th title back on uh, November the 20th. Uh, lone unbeaten team. Are the Argos at three and zero? They head into their next game in Montreal against the Alouettes at two and two. The uh, Elks don't know if uh, AC Leonard at this point their defensive end will be able to go on Thursday when they take on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's listed as questionable. He was limited today because of a hamstring injury. First day that he hit the injury report. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Looks like David Foucault is good to go with a foot injury. He was a full participant today along the offensive line. 5.30 is the countdown to kickoff on Thursday and five or 7 o'clock is the uh, kickoff from Commonwealth Stadium. Hamilton Tiger Cats, Edmonton Elks, and the Elks looking for their first win of the season. David Beard is a former Edmonton Elk. He is now a Hamilton Tiger Cat. He is coming home on Thursday. First time since he was traded. Have a chance to talk to David Beard when we come back as the second hour of Inside Sports is coming up. 